Hi everyone, welcome back to K-Companion. I'm Rachel. And I am Brittany. And we are your hosts. We have been doing this each week where we come here and we talk about K-dramas, Korean entertainment, and all the things. Because we've watched quite a few K-dramas. Yeah, just and a couple. So we're just here to talk about all of them. So today is kind of like a surprise. Yumi sells finished the yes, finale happened apparently i think we need to start really like checking in on how many episodes these things are gonna have because this is not time Maybe. two where we were like surprise oh, yeah it's gonna yeah. be 16 episodes nope. as per usual no nope. negative usually k-dramas if you've been with us you know that usually k-dramas are 16 episodes but now this is the second time the first time was business proposal that was a harsh mm. hard 12. blow that we had with 12 episodes, yeah, right? Yeah, We were missing four. Now, we just finished Yumi Cells, so we're going to talk about Yumi Cells 2 today. There will be spoilers on the second season, mm-hmm. and not so much spoilers on the first season, so if you're, like, just catching up on Yumi Cells, I don't think we're going to go into Yumi Cells season one. Yeah, I don't I don't. Really think just so. season two. Luckily, you're in luck. There's only 14 episodes in this one, right. so... So if you are behind, you have ample opportunity to catch up. Yeah. And hopefully you've been keeping up with it uh, mm-hmm. as the drops have been happening each week. It is available to stream on vicky.com and you can check it out there if you're curious. But yeah. so we're going to talk about season two today. Yeah, just a little bit of background. Season two is a continuation of season one of Yumi Cells. Kim go who we've seen in oh God, The King of Eternal Monarch <laughs> and Goblin, uh, along with a lot of other things. She is re- reprising her role, and in the midst of this finale week, she just received or was awarded Best Actress for Yumi Cells. So, well really deserved. good. Very well deserved. In this particular season as well, Jin Young of Got7 was also reprising his role from season one as a love interest. And An Bo Hyun, who was in season one as well, is reprising his role. He has a smaller role in this one. Mm. We'll talk about that in a second. But he's also in it. So those are our top three characters. They play Kim Go-Won plays Yumi. Mm-hmm. Jin Young plays Yu Ba-Bi. Mm-hmm. And An Bo Hyun plays Gu Wang. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So those are our characters that we're going to be chatting about today. Hopefully you've already watched it so you can hear what we think and then make your own decisions as well. But if you haven't, if you're looking forward to the finale, here are some spoilers yeah. for you. Oh my God. But hopefully you've watched it and because we have many thoughts. Yes. Because what the heck. I think what we need to start with is just like overall, what did you think of season two compared to season one? I... Without going into spoilers right. of season one. I honestly liked it better than season one in a lot mm. of aspects. I think that comes with like a char- watching a character develop over time. Yeah. I think that is why it's easier. There were definitely parts of season one that like I remember with like great reverence and definitely we, yeah. like, enjoyed. But I think because we were so established in what mm. Yumi's world is and how her inner cells think that it made it an easy continuation for season two. Yeah, I agree. I think that it was super easy. Like we didn't have to, there was none of that really like introductory, like, oh, these are the cells and this is how she thinks and this is why it's animated, blah, blah. I feel like Yumi grew up between, like obviously there was character development for her character, Mm -hmm. but Yumi 
entirely grew up between season one and season two, where she's like a bit stronger in how she speaks, a bit more confident in herself Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And that was nice to see. I saw comments of people who did not like season two thinking that she was the same, like indecisive, doesn't know what she wants type of person. And I do think that like there's essence of that. Yeah. But I also saw a rebuttal to that comment that was like, oh, yeah, sometimes it can be hard to watch stuff like that when you see yourself in a lot of the characters. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> I was like, ooh, harsh. But I mean, it's it's super relatable. I mean, I think yeah. when you are in situations like we see with Yumi where she's either going through a career change or trying to, you know, pursue passions and like listening to people be like, oh, so you're unemployed now? Like mm. that is so relatable but i don't like i don't think i would have done anything different than what yumi did like she just like stuck to herself she's like no this is what i want to do and like very strong forward of that so i think that that's really good to see but i did enjoy that they did kind of add that in going through a career change is hard but Mm -hmm. also when you're like i'm gonna be a writer i'm gonna ditch the safety and security of having this job that i did enjoy right but now i'm gonna go do this and that some people just don't understand that yeah no it's definitely it's a hard transition and one that living through with yumi you're like uh, uh, huh? like i, I understand like i've i've done it mm-hmm. i've lived through a similar like yeah. situation of being like well okay i could stay at the job that i'm at that i don't necessarily enjoy right but for you you didn't enjoy it well right yumi enjoyed it but she was like i think it's time to move on from it right which which is, is totally huge. fair yeah. and great. So I think that the realistic qualities of the show really like drew me in mm-hmm. at least because between career things, friend things, you know, Yumi's going to meet that friend and this is one of the friends who is like, oh, so no, no, that's oh not good. God. You're yeah. unemployed now. Yeah. Judgmental. And very judgmental. Her choices. And I think we all have people in our lives who portray judgmental comments without really meaning to oh yeah but it was interesting to see just how like they had the stars Mm. right so they're like yumi wakes up with two and a half stars right and then she has coffee and then she goes up to four stars right so it's just kind of funny how they chose to portray that but it's true like honestly one person makes a comment that it just comes across off or it doesn't seem as supportive as maybe they think it is But yeah, so those types of conversations were interesting to see in this one Mm. and her reactions, because I feel like Yumi in season two reacted differently than how Yumi in season one would have reacted. Yeah, I definitely think so. And I think, you know, growth with experience of any of Mm. any kind definitely changes how you respond to things. Yeah, and I, that also, the comment part uh, made me think about in her endeavors and becoming a writer mm. and having to deal with people commenting, being like, eh, boring. You're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> And you get to see, like, how one comment can completely deteriorate your entire mindset, mm-hmm. right? Like, you have all these comments that are praising you, but then you have that one that's like, eh, boring. And you're like, oh. Yeah, it just sticks with you. Yeah. So Yumi Cells is so relatable. That's what ties you in. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily, you don't have to have the same types of experiences or interests or anything like that. No. But literally just, like, weird relationship things. Existing in life. Like, just... Just existing. Being a human. Yeah. It's, like, very difficult and also just dealing with all the things that come along with it. Speaking of one of the things that come along with 
existing as a human is mm. the love interests in season two. God. Wow. I Season two really started strong with Jin Young's character. Mm-hmm. Well, and we had seen him... We had seen him in interactions in season one. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely moments in season one where I think we both were of the same mindset. Like, he is adorable. He's, He's great. very straightforward. You know exactly what he's he is thinking. Saying, he doesn't have mind. like a secret agenda. No. He's saying all of the words. And I think what we saw in season one was that the other love interest, Wong, was mm. not saying all of the words. No, and that was very frustrating for me. Selective things would be like, what are you trying like, to say? Right? So then you have this character who's so straightforward, says all of the words, like mm. very clear very po- thinker. Very like, pointed in a bad way, but just And you'd, you'd kind of think like, oh, that's the person, right? Mm. Like that is a better fit for Yumi. And then during season two, I was kind of like, ugh. Yes, he would do, but. He would do these know. things where I'm like, what? What? What is the mindset? How did we go from point A to point B in the most convoluted way ever? There, like it was one of those where it's especially at the beginning of season two, you're like, wow. He's oh, just, he's just when he's cooking he's dinner everything, and everything. Like, he is a put together human being. He has a job. He is very clear in his intentions. He's clear in his yeah and everything, and then. You hit about uh, like two thirds of the way through yeah. this season, and you go, huh? "What?" These moments of like where I don't know. I I think it was shocking because you saw Bobby mm. Jin Young's character. You saw him kind of be very strong in like his trust with Yumi, mm-hmm. right? And be like, "Nope, let her go and see whoever she needs to see." Like just. Let her go and do that. And right. then she came back and everything's fine, right? We all remember that Christmas Eve, whatever. Yes, whole Christmas Eve. But the fact is that how did we go? I think that's what was so, like, shocking for me. How did we go from somebody who was like, no, this act of me not freaking out in this moment mm. will show her that I trust her. Mm. And then we kind of dive into these, I'm going to do this and not think about what... Like, like I'm going to drive this intern to work and, mm-hmm. like, talk with this intern and become very friendly with this intern person at work, but not yet think of that next step of how does this actually look to Yumi? Like, yeah, or... How did we go from point A to point just B? Like, yeah, I think the part that really... Because it is one of those things where you're like, okay, he gave her space right. to entrusted her to go and chat with Wong and give him the instant pot of like the the rice cooker rice and cooker. the um the print right yeah to like give him those things and then come back and be fine and didn't question it didn't uh, didn't know, even anything. didn't even broach but the subject on the other end he is and he is assuming and or anticipating that Yumi's going to have the same reaction mm. when he does anything else there's also the little like pang pang that he feels in his heart bits for mm. the intern which is hard wait yeah i think ultimately he ended up by the end of the season which a lot of things happened mm. in the last like three episodes but by the end of the season i feel like he was just in a spot of being very conflicted yes and still felt for yumi but still very conflicted and i think ultimately our confusion lies at the end of episode 12 when he had been in a car accident and kept it a secret for a week and then 
and and told her that he was in the states which was originally the plan but then got into the car accident on the way to the airport there yeah and then was in the hospital for a week did not tell her that he was still in korea and yes yeah don't make it better it still sucks no no but it's one of those where it's like he yeah basically like in confronting the lies that he had told in that conversation he then goes why don't we get married which no there's a lot there it's it's i don't i'm not sure what that is because especially in that conversation where yumi is confronting him being like why why did like all of this right and he doesn't really have a good answer other than like it just the lie ran too long and he didn't want her to worry but that made it worse. It's to a fault. He's too nice to a fault. Right. Like, he doesn't want anybody to worry about him. Again, he has that image. Like, his image mm. is that he has his stuff together. Right. He is very straightforward. He is clear about his intentions. He has a steady job that he is actually passionate about and like very ambitious Mm. and also takes care of everything in his life, right? So he doesn't want anybody to worry about him. Yet that brought him into this web of lies of being like, I'm not gonna tell Yumi that I was in a car accident and that I'm in the hospital because I I don't want her to worry. Busted my leg. (laughs) Yes, I broke my leg and hit my head and yeah, so. It was mass confusion. This is of course coming back from him trying to sell his house in Jeju in order to make it so that he doesn't have to see the intern that he has sort of feelings for. Very confusing. All human. of that was confusing and sad. sad. Sad on Christmas Eve. So sad. Christmas Eve is not her holiday. It's ruined now. Ruined? Ruined. <laughs> there is no Christmas Eve. So, <laughs> yeah, that was tough. And then them getting back together, that whole conversation oh God, at, outside so the tough. coffee shop it was one of those where I Kim go on I was like that there you go you got your Oscar yes <laughs> like that, that award she got that was the it scene yeah yeah that, that's the right scene there. when you're crying um yeah so good but then so there's and obviously when you get back together with someone that you've broken up with there's a lot of kind of extra things that you have to like right it's not quite the same no, but yeah. it's also like it feels kind of normal and I was thinking ah it doesn't appear that we've talked about it yet. No, we don't. We didn't talk about and it. And we did talk about it. And then we were like, oh, let's get married. No. Yeah. Hmm. I, yeah. That whole sequence of events. <laughs> they are crying in his house. He has a crutch and a busted leg and a Band-Aid on his forehead. And How hard did he hit his head? Also, is he on medication from the pain? Probably. Pain meds, but right? it's one of those where he's like, should we? And all the audience goes, break up. Break up. Break up. Break, break up, up or talk about it. Or break up or talk about it. Ideally, those are the two options. One of the two, and he goes, get married. And we're like, um. Out of left field. And um, you leave episode 12 being like, ah, that's interesting. How did, what? It, was, it was after episode 12 where I would do the, we should definitely do it before we're in the show already, but that was the point where I was like, how many episodes are there? And I was yeah. like, 14. Oh, no. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up really quick. So quick. So, yeah. There were, just, there were a lot of moments where you're like, why? why? A lot of moments of why, a lot of confusion. But also, I did like that how it kind of all ended between Bobby and Yumi mm. was that Yumi just wasn't, she didn't feel that way. She right. wasn't because love was gone. Like, yeah. she still hadn't processed what happened with Wong and, like, everything, yeah. which is so 
normal. Like, I Mm -hmm. think it's just sometimes people don't talk about the whole like, oh, yeah, like we're we're in this and I don't want you to feel bad, but like I don't feel anything. Right. And it happens and it's all good. It's nobody's fault. But like it is something that you have to recognize before you're in too deep. Right. And especially if, you know, if you have the other person who is very much staked in Mm. the relationship feels all of the things for you know it's just not fair right so that was uh, as hard as it is to come to terms with that it was very nice to see that they that Yumi acted on that of being like okay so and then also in that final episode we did get closure Mm -hmm. like I feel like we got closure all the way around which I I also am like this is a great way to wrap it Mm -hmm. right you got closure with Wong where it was like, we're friends, it's great. Right. We don't have to be weird about marriage or right. whatever, right? And then uh, and then you got closure with Bobby in the airport mm-hmm. before he goes to wherever he was going. Singapore. Singapore, right. And I think it was, it was nice. It was a little bit of a tease because I was like, oh, he's back and that's great. And, but then I was like, oh, no, and it, it is better to yes. just leave it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is interesting because they did kind of leave it open for a season three. Do you think there will be a season three? I don't. I wouldn't put it past them. I feel like Yumi's cells has gotten kind of good ratings and reviews I also, enough. I my fear is that it is so open ended where it could be you could go on. Oh, and yeah. on. You know, as long as Kim go on, will sign as the contract. As long as she's there, and as long as she continues, you could to be like, "Yep, my character's gonna keep dating all these people." <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, my my character is gonna my career is gonna advance. I'm gonna meet new people. I'm gonna mm. do these things and have these experiences. Right. As life happens, so it, they could technically extend it forever. I kind of like it at the end now. Yeah. Because I don't feel like I remember at the end of season one being like. We're getting a season two, right? Because it was kind of like, uh, like, was that an ending? Like, I'm not sure. This was fully wrapped, put a bow on it, and we don't need to. Well, we don't they, need to. They left it open on purpose. I know, I know. <laughs> so, but we'll I'm see. also like, maybe Kim Goan wants to do something else. It's true. <laughs> maybe she wants to grow her hair out so she doesn't have bangs. <laughs> like, no more ba- little baby bangs. The baby bangs from season one were bad, they but were her hair was better in this season two. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that to now, her. Storyline aside. Yeah. You have the other aspect of Yumi's The animation. Oh, my Lord. The animation in season two was more cringy, I feel, than season one. Yes. And I feel like there were definitely some times where I was like, this is a lot of animation. Splicing the animation in a scene that doesn't need animation, you know, like, yeah. I, I cannot. And I definitely did not need any of the more mature animation that was happening. No, I no. do think it was funny. I did see a TikTok of somebody who absolutely edited out all of the animation for that particular scene, mm. which I think that everyone would understand why. Yeah. And it was so much more palatable. I was like, ah, oh, this is amazing. It's like a normal right? scene, all good. But yeah, the, the more like mature content, I definitely think they were just like, oh, the audience is older. It's fine, like, we can do this, and people want that, but we don't want... I don't know who told them we wanted that, but it was definitely... The scenes were longer and more cringy. Yeah, I feel like they definitely... Like, the animators were like, we're going to go to town on this! Yes! Okay, well, right But I do feel like in this season, we not only got to see Wung's animation, right? Mm -hmm. Like, his cells as well, but also... 
Bobby's, mm-hmm. right? So it was, that's kind of nice, yeah, right? Yeah, no, that was nice. But it's still like, I didn't need, it's a lot. I didn't need the chief editor's kind of side story. Oh, line. no. I We could have <laughs> totally skipped that. But in skipping that, that would have been like 10 episodes. So I totally get that they needed some filler. <laughs> um, but we didn't need that. Yeah, and there were more secondary characters in this one where we learned more about their lives, mm. more than I needed. But it was okay. Like, I don't know. Like, it was just, like, part of the story, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely liked season two better than season one. Yes. But yeah. I do... Like, I don't understand people who are, like, I didn't like her character in season two. I was like, ah, that's growth, her, friends. Yeah, no. That's development. That is yeah. better. <laughs> we're, we're, on, we're on a roller coaster that only goes up here. In season one, I was like, just say something. <sighs> just... Oh, my gosh. It's fine. Season one, we were young. Yes. It's all good. It was like our one of our first relationships. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I did like the growth and confidence that we saw in season two. Yeah. And I guess we'll just welcome a season three if it happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think because I liked season two more, like not that I wasn't going to watch season two, mm. but... Um, like, I, I'd be down for a season three. Now, the thing is with a season three, like, I don't necessarily need to go back into the past relationships thing, kind of like we did in this one. Yeah. Like, I would be okay. Like, it'd be fine if if Wong made a cameo, you know, if he had, like, a coffee date, whatever. I don't more need more of that them. doof. I'm telling you right now, he, from season one, he's been a doof the whole time, but that's just his character. It's no big deal. I do feel like he grew a lot in mm-hmm. season two. Learned a lot of tough lessons, had a lot of success. Yes. That's great. Do I need them to get back together? No. No, In I fact, don't need them to get back together. I'd like them to be friends. Yeah. They can get coffee exactly. once or twice, and then that's it. But I would like her life is very interesting now where she's doing this writing gig, and that just wrapped. Like, I think that that was interesting, too, because she had just finished her project mm-hmm. for writing. So I was like, oh, so now it's over. So, like, now what is the next question? So, like, I'd be interested in watching something like that storyline, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't need to go back to... No. We don't need to dredge up the past. No, we already did that. We did that, and and then some. Yeah. Because it was definitely... I think that was one of the parts that I liked the most was when Wong and Bobby were, like, Mm. in the hospital confronting each other. And so you, you have what they're saying to each other and then you have like the snippets of the animation be like oh my god he's so straightforward it's gonna gonna hurt me yeah (laughs) arrows versus bombs yeah Yeah, exactly so it was like it was very entertaining to see them have to to confront each other in Mm -hmm. that moment especially since they had you know had time together in season one a little bit like yeah they they crossed paths yeah yeah so like that was nice i don't know i think that uh it could continue and they could just continue to bring in new characters, and that'd be great. Mm. But Kim Go-On really struck gold with that role. Yeah. Holy no, moly. It's very good. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other thoughts on Yumi Cells 2? Well, if you're listening to it at this point, I would hope that you had seen all of it, and therefore we weren't yeah. spoiled. But let us know your if thoughts. If you have yet to, I think the chemistry between Jin Young and Kim Go-On's characters are so good i know so it's and also like, like if you've already finished season two go check out the behind the scenes clips that they oh, have because yeah. they're so funny and so sweet it's just yeah they had awesome. a really fun time yeah so. it was very obvious that they makes a world had a blast yeah. yeah for sure so yeah so that is our chat on yumi cells 
season two. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you thought on socials. We're on Instagram and Twitter at KCompanionPod. And we'll catch you next week. Mm -hmm.